So should we start from the beginning? Yeah. Have you ever heard of Alex Shirozzi? No, okay. but I'm about to. <laughs> Why, yes, you are. Very interesting. I, I've seen some of his shorts on Instagram. I've heard of him before on this podcast. His story is, is wild. His father is from Iran, and he's an Iranian single father. I think Alex's only child. His father came over here with just $1,000 because there was conflict in Iran. That's usual. But he couldn't speak a lick of English, but he had a medical degree. And Alex said that's probably the only reason, that's the only thing that saved his life is the fact that he was educated. So he comes over here, he's got nothing, starts his own medical practice, and uh, oh, Alex... Wow. What's an endeavor? Oh, yeah. it's the, he. That guy lived the American dream. He came here for a better life, and he created the better life for himself. Now, his son Alex, smart guy, very well-spoken, very eloquent. He... Went to college. I think he graduated in three years, so one year early. Got all honors uh, in high school. He was the president of all these clubs, so highly intelligent. He ends up getting out of college and working two years in uh, intelligence. He had top secret clearance. Really? Everything. Oh, yeah. He said it was a great talking point at dinner parties, but that was about it because the job was pretty boring, and he always kind of thought, is this what my life is? It's wild. So he got into the intelligence agency. Yeah. How did he do that? Did he go to college for it? I don't know actually what he went to college for, but I know he went to college and he graduated in three years. What are you Googling it? That'd be great. I am chat GPTing it with internet access. Just released last night. So when you ask something to chat GPT, it on my degree in corporate strategy. How the hell do you get a top secret? It doesn't matter. Whatever. Maybe you could sell. I don't know. So anyway, doesn't like the job, and he talks to his father, and he tells his father, I think he was very big into fitness. He was. He started a, uh, a fitness brand. It's, he actually started out with buying his first gym. I think after 90 days, he said he, he took on a partner. I don't know. It's very pro uh, problematic. I'm watching his videos, and I can never really get the timeline because he's just all over the place. He's mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, and before this happened, the gist of the story is he had one gym, and then he expanded to five gyms, brought on partners. Things went south really fast because he didn't know what he should actually look for in a partner. And I guess these partners just kind of took advantage of him. But the problem was his father was very against this because here his son has a fantastic job, top secret clearance, all this stuff, bells and whistles, can retire in 20 years with a fantastic pension. Yeah. And he tells his father, like, you know, he essentially wants to piss it all away so that he could start his own thing. And I guess it was more... His father felt if Alex failed, what it would look like for him and not so much what it would look like for Alex. He was more concerned with himself. Alex Rosie said he came down with to a decision. It's either he dies to his father or he dies to himself. And that was kind of a quote that really struck out to me because a lot of times in life, most of my life, I felt like I was always trying to satisfy somebody else's expectation of me. It wasn't until the last five years that I'm just like, okay, screw it. I'm going to start doing stuff for myself. And that's why I want to create all these businesses and have side hustles and yeah. do all the spun stuff. Yeah. I know it's going to be difficult, but I just don't think a nine to five job, well, in this case, like yeah, a me too. nine to 11. You just, you just kind of, you just extrapolate your life. You kind of take a big step back, look at it and you're like, shit, like I'm going to be under someone else's wing for my entire life. If I don't get my own shit together, 
and start doing my own things, whatever that may be. And if it wasn't know? if it wasn't really for Corona, it wouldn't have really kicked me into such high gear because I just remember when they they announced in 2020 that they were closing down Monday. They were closing everything on Monday. But yeah, my, and, oops, sorry. Oh no, no. My boss looks at me. He's like, "So what are we gonna do?" I said, "What do you mean? <laughs> we're open Monday." And he's like, well, what's going to happen with the cops? I'm like, well, you tell them that, I'm sorry, we're working on state jobs. You guys need pipes for the water uh, treatment plant or something. One guy came in one time. He needed a special thing made. So that's what I went with. I'm like, look, we, we do stuff for the state. Plus, it's not like we're open to the public or anything. We canceled all our cloud classes. Everything kind of came to a halt. Yeah. But that kind of freaked me out. It's like, in an instant, they oh. just shut down an entire country. They shut down the world. And I didn't really have the, the epiphany that you had, like, right away. Kind of after, like, all the fuss from the pandemic has boiled down and you can kind of take a different look at it, not being in the commotion, you kind of you kind of just like you just see how everything was affected so fast and people didn't have a choice and the people who suffered were the ones who were just doing like the the normal like walks of life like going to college getting out of college getting a job directly out of college and staying at that job until you pay off your college loans and then realizing that this is it and then it's it's like just the the same thing and like those people are the ones that get hit the hardest by by these like worldwide events. How are you going to like be resilient to that without having your own source of income? Like how are you going to be like resilient in this world? Yeah, without having your own your own way to somebody else yourself. Yeah. yeah, like we're literally like we're all depending on each other. So when like something fails, everything like everything just goes down. It's, it's scary. I don't know how to put it into good words, but no, I think you said it perfectly. It's it's they say people are 11 days away from starvation and nothing really hit home until the pandemic. Yeah, when I first heard that, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute, 11 days? I started counting down. I was like, oh shit, is it going to happen tonight? Like, no, that's not how it works. We have 11 days of a supply. Exactly. So if everything was to shut off, yep. you only have 11 days to survive. Like, yep. that is scary. Yes. We run at such a fast pace that if everything stops, we're going at a slow pace. But it's just because we're going to a halt. We forgot how to live. Yeah. Right now, we're existing. That's it. Most people are just existing. They go to their nine to five job. They come home, make dinner, watch a little bit of TV, go to bed, do it again five days a week, have the weekend to kind of, okay, Saturday, I got to clean the house, get all the stuff ready. Sunday, you kind of relax, and Monday, you're back at it. Yeah. And you, you don't make any more money by showing up or, or doing a better job. Yeah. Make this. But if you can even do a better job and then, you know, you, you get people will get upset at you for doing a better job. Like, well, there's also this thing at my job where if you do a good job, well, then you're expected to do everybody else's job. Yeah. Yeah. That too. It's like, and you do a good job one day and you're like, oh man, I killed it today. And then you come in the next day and maybe you're having a bad day or you're just you know you're just doing what you need to do you're not like going crazy and then someone notices it compared to your previous day and they're like hey what are you doing why are you slacking yeah it's like and it's like excuse me have you seen the three other people working here still i'm doing more than them exactly i want to say that's essentially what this guy thought he just wanted to make a lot of money and do what he enjoyed because he worked a job that was a great job didn't enjoy it I, that, that there's a thing that finding your own freaking happiness in life so when he said he had a choice to either die to his father or die to himself 
It's either you live for your father's expectations or you live for your own. Yeah, that's such a great way of looking at it because it's like, are you going to listen to, like my parents always tell me that. They're like, oh, get a job with the pension. It's like, I don't want to be like locked up. And then, and then again, I don't want to go into something that's telling me, hey, come get locked up. Like, like no, like I don't want to lock myself into that. And then they're like, no, you're not locking yourself into anything. It's just the normal thing you got to do. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And there's no guarantee that that pension will be there when you retire. That's was, the thing, too. Things, you know, that, things are changing at light speed. My, Maybe 10 years ago, yeah, that pension's going to be there. If I started 10 years ago. I think the state of Rhode Island lost $2.5 million from the Silicon Valley Bank thing. And that was for their pension fund, which is already underfunded. And that's the problem with practically every state. There All you the go. pensions are completely underfunded. There you go. I think we, we have, we it's, are so backed up. It's on. not just a prediction or a or a thought. It's, it's, it's happening. Oh, it's reality. It's actually happening. Wow. So if you build something of your own, you build a side hustle, you build a business, a website, you've seen some of these websites that people sell at a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's what blew my mind. Is your retirement? It's 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 blowing my mind, and it just makes so much sense because it's like everyone's outlet today is their phone. So or the computer. So that's where you gotta be. YouTube. Alex's story really crazy. Anyway, he gets partners, puts all his money into it, loses his uh, loses doesn't lose the gyms, but he sells them. Doesn't make anything from them. Really? Because I asked ChatGPT, it searched the web and said, oh, it was so successful that everyone copied him and replaced his models of how he ran his gym. You're missing a whole part of the I know. ChatGPT is missing it. No, I think they're getting it. But oh, they are? Just there because he essentially goes and... He knows he's really good at launching gyms, at, at getting people to sign up. This guy is an amazing salesman. As I said, he's very eloquent. He knows he's successful. He knows he can go from zero to $100,000. He decides to go to other gyms and show them how to launch. And it's not really launch. Some of these gyms are established. They're just not doing that well. So he'll go out okay. there. He'll kind of, he says, I'll do it all for free. I'll do it free for you. I'll come out. I'll pay for my own flight, hotel, food. I'll pay for the marketing. I'll come up with the marketing. I'll do everything. But he gets the cash that they would essentially get up front, and then they get all the contracts. So every time he went out, he practically made a hundred grand for that gym in a month. It was wild. Very successful. Wow. I think this was the point he meets his, and he's 23 years old. This is when he meets his wife, their first date. I think she was a, a sales rep for 24-hour gym, and she was fantastic. She was number one sales rep across the entire gym industry for 24-hour fitness. So he convinced, or he tells her on the first date, he's like, why don't you quit your job and come work with me, and we'll build something together. And she thought it was crazy, and you know, apparently five weeks later, as he's doing all this, he's going around the gyms and selling uh, memberships and stuff. He he shows her. He's like, one day they they get together. They're processing all these charges, like one hundred fifty thousand dollars. They're processing, and she's like, okay, I guess I'm in. And she quits her job, and they work together. And when they do it for a bunch of gyms, there were times when the gyms would have like entire refunds because the gym owner would all of a sudden get from seventy clients to three hundred and seventy clients. And it was just too much for him, and he just wanted to stop. So he, he refunded all this money. Now, Alex Ramosi is already out a lot of money for marketing and stuff. Anything he made 
is now going to be refunded to all these people. This happens like four or five times. Histor right when he gets a little bit of traction, he loses it all. Wow. And it's just gut-wrenching. And then he said he's been, he drinks half a bottle of Johnny Walker Black every night just to kind of numb himself because he's so stressed out. He gets in a head-on collision for uh, DUI and he walks away. And it was then that I guess his whole life and his outlook on life changed. And he said, I'm going to sell all these other gyms. I'm going to put my money into this one gym and this, this program that I got. Keeps going from there. Essentially, more chargebacks happen. He stops the program. He stops going to gyms and showing them how they're going to do it because he's at a point where it's almost like a Ponzi scheme. He's trying to sell more so that he could pay back all the refunds from people who are like, just wanting refunds and i think he said the number was around 40 percent refunds oh my god oh yeah it, people it, are stingy yes and some of these people had already completed refunds the course or so what he just refunded everybody because some of the gym owners once alex would leave alex and his team would leave maybe two months later he would tell the people look cancel with them get your refund sign up through me and i'll do it for 50 percent off that's what made alex ramosi realize that your contacts or, or the people you bring in are the most important thing so you have to have total control of that because obviously once he left that's when the gym owner who he helped mind you said oh cancel with them so i don't have to pay him commissions just come back for me and i'll give it to you for half price oh yeah a lot of these people were just complete scum so we realized not doing that anymore he cancels the other seven gym launches he's going to do, and he tells his girlfriend at the time, look, we're going to focus on your things. Apparently, she was an online instructor. She was making about three grand a month, nothing big. But he said, I think we're going to push your business. And in one month, I, I think they cleared 80 grand. Wow. It, it, it just blew my mind. But the seven guys that he canceled on, one guy called him up desperate. He said, look, I've owned this gym for three years. I, I sunk my life savings into it. I'm about to lose my house. I have a new kid on the way. I'm freaking out and I really need this. Alex like, look, I'm not coming out. I'm sorry to hear your story, but this just isn't happening. But he thinks about it for a minute. He's like, look, how about I just send you all my materials, how I train my salespeople, how I, my entire script, all the way to the back end, how I process everything. He's like, how about I just send that over? I was like, that'd be great. How much? So Alex is thinking about it. He didn't really want to do it. So he threw out a high number. He said he threw out a high number, but he said six grand. Guy's like, done. So he looks at his girlfriend. He said, I think we have something here. Six grand. He My calls gosh. up the other six gym owners that he was going to help the launch with, and he offers them the same pack. Oh, it's like selling courses today. Exactly. But he just upped his price. Every person he called, he's like, six grand? No, okay, uh, yeah, I'll do it for eight grand. Calls up next guy. I'll do it for 10 grand. That day, he cleared $60,000. There is a common denominator with these stories, and it's, it's all has to do with the price. Like, if you don't have a high price, people think your product is going to be shit. You're right, but I also think you're missing the most important thing, which is his knowledge. Yes, and of course, yeah, that's what it is. That guy he realized he could just sell what he has done instead of actually being there in person. Because he's so successful. Because every gym he's going to, a hundred grand. And he has his 
he, he built rapport with everyone else, you know? And then he finds out that every all his uh, stuff that he's been sending out to gyms, if they follow his instructions, they clear about 30 to 40 grand in a month. Wow. So he knows. So now he his price is 15 grand. Up. Yep. So his price like, goes up. You spend 15 grand with me, in one month's time, you will double that if you follow this step-by-step -step thing. If you, here's, he wrote the ad copy, the marketing. He's like, all you got to do is practically click publish. That's all you have to do. It was wild. So the interview goes on. They ask him about products. What products would you sell? Or if you were brand new, what would you do? And his one main thing is, what can you scale? If you sell a, a cheap product or uh, a coffee mug, you, you could sell a few million. And is there are there repeat buyers for these products? A lot of times there's not. And he thinks, then he said, well, what's the lowest cost? What's the lowest cost to entry? And his big thing is media. And it really clicked with me because last episode I was talking, we got to do YouTube more. I think YouTube's the way to go because it is a low cost to entry. Creating a YouTube channel is free. Did it in four minutes. Creating shorts. The shorts we do for the podcast social media channels, they take a couple hours to do because they're a yeah. little more in-depth. But I create a meme one. I created a you, meme YouTube thing, which I actually realized after I created it. Such a competitive, competitive market. Uh, memes? Yeah. <laughs> memes memes are crazy. I didn't think about that when it I mean, how did the It'll... internet start? Memes and cat videos, right? I think this was uh, way before cat videos. Cat videos, I would have taken a, a long time to download the damn thing. Remember, we didn't... Oh, three... yeah, yeah. You guys had to wait for a picture to load. Like, oh, come on, yep. come on. Yep. <laughs> 37 minutes. Oh, let me go outside. Maybe it'll be finished loading by the time I get back. Forget downloading a game. How about loading a picture? Oh, <laughs> God. Downloading a song took nine hours. And that, you know, it's three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize. Because a lot of times if you ever watch YouTube videos, it's like, well, how to make money online. It's always the same damn thing. It's always affiliate marketing, YouTube channel. And then when they go down YouTube, it's, oh, well, you see, make these meditation videos. And look at this person. He has 22 million views. Yep. Uh, so many hertz. Yes, yes. Four hertz. The 48 hertz or whatever. That's so competitive. And it's there. It's it's comp it's competitive. Like, so if someone already posted a 144 hertz sound, you're not going to be able to outrank them by just posting the same sound, you know? I don't know. And that's what I'm actually trying to do right now because... You're I making do a sound channel? That was one of my original channels. I was like, I could totally do a meditation channel. That's so easy. And then I realized how hard it is to rank because there are just some top meditation channels uh, and they just take everything. If they go live, there's 4,000 people just listening to it. So I just kind of gave up on that. And I thought memes was a better idea. But then I start seeing all Even these memes. more saturated. When you signed into the Chrome through Coffee Milk and then you had my entire all my bookmarks and everything <laughs> yeah uh i didn't i'm sorry about that that kind of says from ray and this yeah, that's really right. what i use for ray at the show i see what you're saying but there's two extensions i use for youtube so when you do the um the next short you do use vid iq it'll give you all the the keywords you should put in okay and some other stuff i didn't and actually learn i should say i didn't do captions like on the short you're talking like yeah you should in the editing i need to put captions yeah it, it'll automatically oh. do the captions for you oh what? you just got to go through it and make sure it's right because there are times where i'll oh. say a word okay i thought i was gonna have to like post everyone with it <laughs> auto transcribe okay yeah all right and then i think it even gives you cool yeah some stuff so but they do tell me on captions. That's that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, 
memes. So my goal is 90 days. I'm going to post a short for 90 uh, every day for 90 days. And I just want to see what happens because I think we could actually, if you stay that consistent, oh, yeah. I think you get monetized. Shorts are definitely easier to stay consistent with too. So 100%. Yeah. And I feel if you're going to do long form, if you do two videos, one video I, a week to two videos a week. I want to try and do that because I want to do like a review on like chat GPT with the internet or AI PRM or something like that. Do something with an affiliate. Pick something. Oh, well, that's a good idea. With an affiliate. And then just put the affiliate link right yeah, at the just bottom. Do a review for them. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I'd be pretty good at that, you know, just going through it. Like I could, like if I can show like my brother what it is, you know, I can make a YouTube video about it. So what do you think uh, should we do? Should we stay consistent? Coffee milk reviews? As what a you want? whole separate channel? Yeah. Just for reviews. Because I wouldn't put reviews with the pod. Yeah. And I wouldn't, definitely wouldn't put it with the memes. And then I was thinking, coffee milk reacts, coffee milk, whatever. Just push coffee milk. And that's what I'm thinking. We just- Kind of like Beast. 100%. When he like, everyone, like, I remember he, he had all these channels and then everyone was like, wait a minute, Mr. Beast has like eight different YouTube channels. Were they all Mr. Beast though? Or were they, I mean, they were all branded Mr. Beast? Yeah, oh yeah. That's kind of what yeah, I think. he did shorts, he did this main one, he did uh, reacts. I feel like this is just the way to go. And then if I can do it in 90 days, then I'm gonna try it again, a whole new channel. We'll see if we can get monetized in 60 and then 30, and I want to see how many times I can actually repeat this process because I've already done it a couple of times, one time for the shop, one time for me. I know how to do it, and I find it, it's fairly easy. It's just harder to stay consistent. Yeah, it is. That's the issue with it. Not the issue, but that's the that's the wall you got to hurdle over every once in a while. So I figured, do you think you could take over the coffee milk pod stuff? And I do the coffee milk meme stuff for a little while. Like the shorts for coffee milk pod? If you could do one a week. Yeah. Two max. Or yeah, I, I yeah. expect two max. If you could do yeah. four, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I say two max. Yeah. Yeah. I've been wanting to make a short. Like I want to try recording with my phone. I just need to do it at night. I need to remember when it turns dark, I have to do it because when you're doing it during the day with all the reflections of the light, recording the screen with the phone looks like garbage. And I think that's, that's what you did, and that's why I want to try it. Is that the video that... That's the one that popped off. Okay, big hit. I did that, and I actually tilted my screen back a little bit, and I had that. I had the camera just so I... Oh, you had it all... It really... Yeah, it was great. Now, I, I want to later on focus on lighting, if I can get better at that, but... The first step is create a channel, create shorts. If you could do it for 30 days, I think you will really pop off and you'll get a good amount of subscribers. Yes, YouTube I, shorts are old. I, I think shorts across everything. Now, the one thing that Alex Hermosi says is focus on one channel. Now, I can't do that. I just can't. Yes, you can. And No, because I feel if I'm going to make one short, why am I just going to limit myself to YouTube? Why am I going to try and master YouTube when I can... Oh, one he's telling you to... Yes. Oh, that's said, the dumbest thing I've like, heard. Master Instagram. Okay, well, that's that was back then, which makes a lot of sense. But now, Instagram is like bottom of the barrel. So... It seems harder to get out. It, there is no point in focusing on just one because if... Like, like you got to think about Google and all these search engines. Like, they can tell what content is up on what uh, short-form video platform, like, you know? Like... 
we're talking about short form video, not about YouTube shorts, not about TikTok. It's all the same thing. Yes. So if you're going to post it in one spot, what? why are you not going to put it everywhere? It's like, if you have a product, are, why are you going to put it in just CVS when you can put it in CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Rite Aid? Rite Aid. There you go. Yeah, them damn. You know, if you're going to post it, post it everywhere. So that's what I essentially want to just focus on. I think we're amazing or we will be amazing more at media. It doesn't cost anything for us right now. I don't want to consistently do this. I hope when we get monetized, we can bring on somebody to do. If if I could get somebody to just do meme shorts for us, it's like, great, that channel's already monetized. I will pay a person to produce videos to continue making revenue. If it costs $50 and you make $100 in the video, boom, it costs $50 to make 100 Oh yeah. That's a beautiful thing. With the coffee milk pod, Still on that run to a dollar, though. We'll get there. I mean, yeah, we've, I got my website. That's already... It's a different amount of time for everyone and every project, so... Yes, that's the thing. And I think it's the fastest way to grow anything is through video. Every, you tell me all the time, everybody's hooked to their phone. Every, sometimes when I come home, I'll get on Instagram or YouTube Shorts, and I'll just I'll watch a video, and then I'll scroll... And an hour and 10 minutes goes by, and it's like, shit, I got to go to bed. I got to wake up at seven hours to go back Short to work. Short-form video sucks the life out of your brain. The really And done. that is why it works. And I didn't want to create anything. Obviously, memes are kind of stupid, but I want to at least create content that will put a smile on somebody's face. Yeah, you know? I just That's all I care about. I could We could go crazy, and we can go political, but that's not me and i love the uh like the unethical ways of trying to gain traction on on media one i, I, like, I wish elon musk would just respond to the damn tweet i mean four notifications on uh, the facebook thing oh yeah every time i go on there's more it seems like they kind of set it up in a way that they fold them back and then when you go on they're like hey you got some notifications it seems like we should have more at once but every time we go on there's only like four or five so they keep it consistent so every time you go on you get like a little hit what i've noticed is i think the four or five it's it'll just show one from one video so if you have say 100 likes in the hour you were gone hasn't happened yet but in the hour you're gone you're only going to get one notification because it's a notification it per all video. together yes okay because i i, I see yeah it'll know. say like from andrew and mike and dot 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 like your reel create an app with ai in seconds yeah that that first reel that you posted is is going nuts you should also look at um, uh, when people share, like it, like find the share and then like, like the, the share. share. Yeah, I do that with all of them because it seems to have worked. Yeah, it's it's those little buttons are very easy to overlook. It's like you kind of like you like when you're having conversation with someone, like you want to look them in the eyes, you want to respond to what they say. You don't want to run them over, but on social media, you have to click the like button, you have to comment, and you have to share, because that is how you do the due diligence of, of online communication, and it's like, it's so easy to overlook because they're just buttons, you know? That's... And it's like, oh, how are they going to see my comment and respond, you know? Do they have time for that? It's like... It's like, yes, they do, you know? If they're good, yes, they do, because there are some people... I have all these little metrics on my on YouTube... Excuse me, when you go to somebody else's channel, you'll see their engagement rate. It'll say good, great, bad, poor, whatever. And that just means, do they like, do they respond to comments? Mm -hmm. And it's so simple to give a like to that comment, uh, heart the comment, and then if you want, 
pin the comment to every video find one comment and pin it because apparently that makes the algorithm or whatnot say pin okay someone guys. else's comment yep or pin your own comment because i've <laughs> i realized when people create this short instead of putting all the stuff in the description they'll put it all in the first comment that they'll yes. post and they'll pin and it. they'll tell you to check the first comment so i gotta start Scroll doing that too. so last week right after you left i created our meme page because i figured we're gonna push video more yes any type of short form that we can get out there yeah because i i know how long it takes for long form it, it's harder to get found unless you find a specific niche that's obviously underutilized there's not no competition you know a, a unicorn essentially yeah i figured with memes i you can you can push them out like there's no tomorrow but the competition's there so I want to see what I could do. So everything was completely new on Friday, created the page for YouTube. And it seems like when I put up my first short, or the first couple shorts, we had four views and two views. Didn't know how really shorts are pushed. I thought if you push a short, it's just like it, it shows it to everybody's feed. But that's not the case. It, they hold it back or they try and figure out what you are as a channel. By the third video, it went four views, two views, 1.9 thousand uh, views, what? 200 views, and now I got 2.1 views, uh, 2.1 thousand views on another video. So it yeah. seems like the more I post and the consistency, yeah. they push it more. Definitely the biggest factors of moving the needle in an online online space it's what you post, how often you. So from that, this past week, the last seven days, I have eight subscribers on Coffee Milk Memes on YouTube. So we're at eight. The Instagram page, which surprised me, we're at 21. So okay. that's cool. Our TikTok. Well, Instagram is better for memes. That's why. Yes. And I figured TikTok would maybe be the same. I still don't really know. They're not pushing anything. The highest view we got is 333 views. We got one follower, and that's my buddy's girlfriend. Thank you for following, Kayla. And then on the Facebook page, we have one follower. The so Facebook group, don't we have like 300-something followers now? On, or on being, the podcast. Pod. Yes. yes. We have 364. Though. That's pretty good. Because that's only, what, three weeks old? And that started at zero. That's like 100, 110 a week. What's what we're, The issue we're facing now is we're, we're learning. We can post short videos. We can post memes associated with our account, and it'll gain some traction. You know, a thousand people sounds like a lot, but how do you get those thousand people that just looked at your 10-second video to move on to listening to an hour podcast or let alone just being aware just making them aware that we have a podcast that's the problem i i want to say it's just like say you're an affiliate marketer and you're a short form video you make a fantastic viral video how do you get people from that video to click the link to buy the product i believe if the it's 10 percent. it may be one percent say you have a million views on that video 10 percent of those will click the link so that's a hundred thousand pretty good and then 10% of that 10% will actually buy. So that's 10,000. That's why I think it's actually 1% of all the all the views you get will actually click on something. Mm -hmm. Now that's the problem I'm also facing because we're not using short form content from this podcast, but we are taking ideas from this podcast and creating short form content 
not kind of associated with the podcast except for the fact that it's on our podcast in the same category it's on our social media channel so i don't know i think right now it's all about just building a community yeah and i don't care what kind of community yeah you'll have a tiktok community instagram facebook and youtube four separate things if we get a couple of those people to listen to the podcast that's fantastic but if we can just monetize what we already have that's even better because i just want to get something to kind of bring us a little cash flow so that we can promote more do bigger things and that's how you're gonna grow we're just using this to build a community of people to get monetized to get cash flow, to do bigger things, to essentially get those people back to the podcast. Because yes, a meme channel is not, people who like memes are not essentially going to like a podcast where two guys talk about different side hustles and a lot of AI stuff. Yeah. But that channel could be big because I'm researching channels, 30 million views on shorts. It's about a grand. Shorts pay nothing in comparison to uh, what long form content does, but that's fine by me. If I can get 30 million views on something and we make a grand, okay, well, if we just split that up, there's 500 each. But if we take a majority of that and buy something else, another website, or I don't know if you can buy YouTube channels, Yeah, but you could buy marketing. There's a lot of stuff you could do and then just grow from there, make more money, buy more things. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you can't look at it as, okay, I'm doing this to make money. Mm. It's like I'm doing this to make money to be able to make what I'm doing easier so it can grow more. It's like I'm getting the money so I can have more outreach. Yes. Instead of getting the money to have the money because the money that you make from building up a community and then just just to the point where you can squeeze some money out of it you're not going to make any money no you need to use the money to build your community like the the money is like the fuel of the community exactly you know? it's the wind in your sails the the money just buys time and that's all I exactly want. Yeah. i want to buy the time yeah. i don't care about the money the money's irrelevant to me yeah so then you can have ideas and just like run with them way faster yes if I can pull you off of shorts and get you to think about something else and we hire somebody else to do the shorts, shorts yeah then that's one less thing we have to worry about and that's something that will produce keep producing steady cash flow and yeah. right now it's just about cash flow to get more time the podcast eh, i don't really care about getting a i mean it'd be awesome if we got a million listeners a month or an episode but the podcast was just a way for us to get together brainstorm ideas and just hack things together and then talk about it. It's to keep us accountable, and it's just something to look back on later on when hopefully we've made it, and it's like, wow, remember when we did this or we were scrounging together for this? Yeah. That's why I think I, I, I'm pushing this whole media narrative. Like, it's Coffee Milk Media. That's what we're doing. It's an umbrella company. From there, we got Coffee Milk Pod. We're going to have Coffee Milk Memes, Coffee Milk uh, Reactions, Coffee Milk Reviews. We're just going to blow up coffee milk. So it's not going to be associated with pod. It's going to be associated with just a conglomerate media company. I mean, the Breath of Newport thing is an awesome... It was just a, a very great idea. But I think, obviously, you asked me when we came in, how do you get people to buy air? Well, that's the whole point of this media company. Because I believe that the air thing is obviously a viral product. It's not a necessity. Somebody who's got money can buy it just for the novelty of it all. So if you can create a awesome short form video that gets people to the website and purchases one or two, cause I don't, you know, it's not gonna make us millionaires by any stretch of the imagination. 
It's a cool idea. Can it work? Can we sell air in a jar? And I think the whole component of that is a viral marketing, a viral media. You, you got to make a short form content. You run down the beach, like, you know, screaming or something, where you add sound effects and and that's how if you get that viral and one percent click over to the website it, even if 0.1 percent of those people buy i'll consider the whole damn thing a success because mm. right now what we got 25 dollars for the website 15 dollars for the jars so we're in it for 40 bucks we cover that i consider that successful we create a viral video we'll for that we'll cover that we're amazing the viral video and that you're always talking about courses if we can duplicate the YouTube thing several times over where it's like, okay, yeah, no, we got it down to about 30 days. 30 days, you do this, you're totally going to get monetized. Then you can create a course, and then you have something else. It's all about our knowledge. It's not about anything else. And the more we try, the more we're going to learn. I just think we really got to focus more on, on certain things. Yeah. That's where we're slacking, but I think you're really picking up. You created the short. I see you on social media. You're posting everywhere. You're you're. That would be a really good uh thing to post. Like, hey, I just sold a jar of air. Ask me any questions if you're. It's like selling something, you know. Like that'd be a great thing to tweet. I completely agree. If you can sell air, it's like selling a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I mean. You can do can that. Can someone go to the website right now and order? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my buddy actually, he, he came down last night, Monday, and he was telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I was uh, looking for Breath of Newport, and he Googled it, got to our website, and he's like, I even added it to cart. I'm like, yeah, you were that guy? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot your hopes. I'm just like, I'm not buying air. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> and then he was even asking me the same thing. I said, there's the there's a viral component. He's like, yeah, I agree. That's more a viral right. thing. So we did, we, all of the hard work is done. 100%. The, only, the last piece is just creating a video, a great video, or several, because it might take a little while to get the views, as we've seen. Can we do it? It's the concept. That's it. And I'm very excited for the future. I think we're getting more of a plan of... Ooh, that's such an uncomfortable thing. It's selling air. It's like, come on. No. See, you're it's uncomfortable. Good, I still think it's, it's Stepping out of your comfort zone, you know? It's like, this is something you can really get beaten up for, you know? If people put comments on that video, that's fantastic because it goes more viral. Okay. I don't care if it's hate or good. I just, I want anything. So that's it. That's my long, drawn-out thing about media, and I'm very excited. I yeah. think we're gonna I think we're gonna crush it. I'm gonna give weekly updates on the numbers on all our channels for the means. And if we want, we can also go with the pods because we're doing the shorts on AI. Yes. Have you heard how Spotify is going to add video to their platform? Oh really? Short form video. Wait, so they're gonna do a real oh, thing too? Yes. It short form video is everywhere. Everywhere. When's this coming when when? Because now I want to get my phone. Now I ask ChatGPT. Let's uh, type it in. Now, when you say ChatGPT is connected to the or GPT four or whatever is connected yes. to the internet, it's it means you ask the question, it scours the internet immediately. There. So right now I'm typing in as a query to ChatGPT: Is Spotify adding short video? So what it does is this little green box pops up. It says browsing the web, and then it has a little arrow that you can click on to see what it is browsing. So it's literally sending a bot out onto the internet, and it will it will take uh, what I typed into ChatGPT, turn that into a web query. Um, 
like Spotify, it, it searched for Spotify adding short video features, and then it, it found some content. You can usually uh, see see what page it clicked on, and it will click off the page if it doesn't find what it wants and go to another page. And then based on what it read, it will give you something like here it spit out. Spotify recently introduced a new feature called feature called clip which allows musicians to create a sh a sheer short under 30 second vertical videos so it allows people to connect with their fans while keeping focus on the music so you can kind of like be listening to the music scroll down a little bit and then look at the clip i don't know if this has already been there because you know how people have their album cover right now they have like a moving album cover so like say for like a really bougie rapper there'll be like a three second clip of like a pan up from like his crazy shoes and like showing his outfit and then he'll be like smoking or something like and then that's the clip and it'll just keep replaying that thing over and over again or him like driving a fancy car i don't know if that's what they're talking about they've had that for a while but i think it's something different now i'm actually intrigued i wonder if it's just going to be music videos or if they're going to do everything i wonder how they're gonna incorporate that with m music yeah i mean if you do just music videos then sure but i don't know uh, i guess they do podcasts and stuff but i don't think it would be like instagram where you'd have you know you just channel. you just move over to the other the other page and now you can just infinitely scroll it's so that infinite scroll is so powerful that like i feel like you could put it anywhere and and people just know what it is immediate and like once they scroll down and a new video pops up it's like trained into their brain to just keep scrolling i mean it makes sense if if like spotify is kind of sad that they're missing out on this feature and like they're just adding it now you know everybody's missing out on that i mean if you're so if you're some sort of company that pushes your product or in, in this spotify's case mu music to a bunch of people yeah you gotta be able to compete with all the other social media platforms oh yeah and you can listen to me you can get music on tiktok instagram facebook so I'm guessing it's gonna be it's gonna be a short form video thing like with an infinite scroll probably, but it, people are gonna have to post content like that's relevant to the music, I guess you know. I think that's really gonna be such a niche that is thing, but that that might be more beneficial. It's like okay, if you want short form music content, then yeah, go to Spotify. Is there a plat like this is a weird question like is there a platform for short form video like 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 something like called Shortly and like you post your short right and then it kind of like how uh, Anchor for podcasters like it'll post your your episode on every social media channel. Oh, is I there something like that for shorts? Oh, um, there's got to be. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I don't. I know it incorporates short, but it's also probably for long form video yeah. too. What I've been thinking about in my own time is making something with AI that allows you, like, you have this one central hub. You lo you log on. And then you answer all these questions about yourself, right? In like a school context. And then after that's all done, AI writes you an essay or has your 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 database of facts. And then you can go and click on different scholarships and it will automatically apply for you like with perfect wording and everything and stuff like that. Because like one of the biggest things about scholarships is like taking all of your time to write. So what if you could just click apply after answering a what 50 question quiz about yourself that's awesome yeah that would be huge and i saw someone post about twitter on it and i'm like dang i'm not the only person thinking about this oh no and i've told you that before whatever you think two weeks later come it's into existence yeah it's like you, you can quick. you can birth ideas there's like a hive mind out there and anytime i've ever had an idea uh maybe 20 years ago you had an idea it was four weeks 
Now it's about two weeks, sometimes quicker than that. Yes. It's that's a that's a really genius thing though. Just link up with all scholarships, click apply, and it because you know ChatGPT can pass the, the bar exam, medical exams, it passes everything. So of course it's gonna write you an amazing oh, yeah. essay. It's honestly amazing. When I use it to I'll I'll take our uh, podcast audio transcription and you know how people turn that into different types of content for people who want to read it rather than listen. When I do that I post in like two pages of our transcription at a time into chat GPT because it can't take it all at once. And when I t when I forget to tell it to summarize what I pasted in and it kind of just does its own thing, it will continue the transcript and be right most of the time for a couple sentences on of what we are going to say next it will literally predict what we're going to say that's kind of scary but it's I scary <laughs> it's very scary i absolutely yeah so like say you're writing a letter or you already have a half written letter and you just post it in there and you tell it to continue the letter it could very well write what you have written. That's what's just so incredible about it. Sorry, that just has me thinking. It actually predicts what you're going to say next. Wait, didn't you say That's how it's built. That's It's built on predict... That's what everyone says. I mean, I'm not an expert on it, but everyone says that it, it's a model that just predicts on what's going to come next. You were the guy who said it last week's episode because you had asked a question in ChatGPT and then you well, you put that out there. I, I don't know if I cut it or left it in, but it was what the future holds for AI and AI was going to become a robot and they were going to start their own businesses and everything. And, and yeah. you were telling me that AI is just predicting what word comes next and, and that's what they came up with. And what if we do coffee milk AI? I saw one guy post a video. I haven't watched it yet, but he said he created an entire AI YouTube channel. And Oh yeah, faceless YouTube channels, AI YouTube channels, all of that. Yeah, there's little YouTube channels. Yeah, that's why, I, I mean, I don't mind doing my face. I just don't have a camera good enough. I want 4K. I mean, the cameras we have suck, and I just love good. I just bought a webcam the other day, actually, because I had to take an exam, and you know how you need to do a webcam with it now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to take a picture of yourself. Then you have to take a video of yourself counting from 1 to 10, right? And then you have to show your ID and school ID to the camera. And then you can take the test. So after you've been all rattled up and confused and recorded, now you can take your test. Now I want to see if you could actually get... Oh, yeah. And I'll have issues like my parents talking in the background. Or one day I took the test in, in front of a slider glass door. So my glass door was behind me. And then the teacher texted me and she was like, or emailed me and said, Yeah, uh, next time you take the, the, the quiz, you're going to have to move to a different location because there's a glass door behind you and I can't see you. And I'm like, what in the heck are you saying? Because I could see my, vi my myself in the video the whole time. And it's like they're sure invisible. And then I'm getting told how like I can't have people in the background while I'm taking the test. It's like, are you living in in reality? Like, do you do you realize what you're emailing me right now? I'm in my house. There like other people. We, we are in an asynchronous class. You were, you have the easiest job you could have right now, and you're reaching out to your students, critiquing them on on not on not on the work that they're doing, but how they're attending class, and like it, it's ridiculous. You you can't make it up. It's hilarious. See, thankfully, I, I'm not living in that time anymore. I'm mm -hmm. done with school. I'm yeah. 
oh, I, I'm done with, I don't want to be in school. I hate it. I think it's, it's only a hindrance. What school has become, yeah, it, it's a hindrance. Just like when we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago, accounting. Just give something, people something to do. Don't try and teach them. What they should have done was, all right, bring in your checkbook or bring in your account statements. Or we're going to company. We're going to, yeah. We're going to uh, do a whole budget for them. You're going to uh, budget. We're going to, we're going to show you in class how the banking system is about to fail in the U.S. I talked to my uh, accounting teacher about that last class. And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's really scary. And I don't think this is the end at all. And she's accounting and she knows balance sheets. She knows all the ins and outs of of business. So it's pretty scary to hear that from someone older and experience that this may this may go further. Oh, it is because I, what is it? Bank of America just announced, yeah, the government's not doing enough. Uh, this is going to get bad. It's like, oh, no, I, I just want to inked it. Okay. You know, Bank of America, don't take the depositors money and make foolish bets with it be smart with your money when i'm overdrawn for three dollars i gotta pay 35 dollars for a fee i don't overdraw but it's like a 35 they can overdraw by millions if not billions i can't and wait they get a bailout what up we're starting to see with that whole thing it's it's sad but it also makes total sense. You hire incompetent people for the jobs they have based on things other than their skill sets. Mm -hmm. This is what happens. This is what happens. Everything, though, goes to shit. I mean, it, it can't come as a surprise when you don't hire the best people for the job. That's what happens. Yes. I'm sorry, if, if we're going to just dumb everything down, get rid of exams, get rid of SATs and all college-level uh, classes and stuff in high school, if we're going to get rid of all that stuff, well, then you're just going to produce a generation of morons. Yeah, I feel like everyone has been wanting to get rid of it, but it's like you can't just get rid of it. It needs to be changed. It's been the same thing for years. That's it. There's been so many like YouTube videos on it, so many speeches about it. I've listened to that. The education system is 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 not what it should be anymore. Like back th back then, it worked, but we are living in different times. Odds oh, wise, if you have the money, send them to charter school or something. So at least they're trying different things. And everybody that goes to a charter school, they end up doing really well in life. I've heard some commercials about charter schools recently and how that's the oh that's, that's the, the bad set thing them. yeah i mean it's sad but it's the reality and you just gotta you gotta yeah, like i'm months away from picking where i want to go to like going to like my next take my next step in like college and i'm still just like you know i'm just going through it i'm just going through the motions like i don't actually feel like i'm doing something for myself i just feel like i'm i'm going through the same i'm walking through the same trail that everyone else is you know just yeah it's it's that's... It's difficult to, like, find your own, like, purpose doing the same thing every day, you know? It's not going to get any better. No, it seems like in my 20s, but I didn't have a purpose in my 20s. That's what I hear a lot of people say. It's like they're in their 20s, they're getting college, they don't know what they want to do with themselves, and then bam, they just have that, like, one moment, and they're like, oh, this is it. How did I not see this all along? Some people don't take that and, and run with it. They'd be like, okay, that's it. I'm going to go in this complete opposite direction and then realize why they're miserable. It's because they didn't do the thing that they saw. Yeah. That's why I wanted you to start something now because... 
your 20, my 20s were, it was yeah, great. That's why I want to start something now. Like, it's also hard. Gotta get running, you know? Yes. And I think we're kind of kicking ass almost 90 days in. We're doing great for listeners on the podcast. We're building a bunch of social media channels. We'll be monetized on YouTube probably by June. I mean, this year is going to be a great beginning year. Yeah. Got great partners. Uh, oh, you're kicking ass. I'm kicking ass. 2023 is going to be our bitch. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. See you next week.